listening to the cannabis hangout two girls one bowl and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana my name is brandon and my name is saba we will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people sharing stories from medical marijuana patients and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths so we invite you to come roll with us while while we break break it all down. down Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Brandon. And I'm Saba. And we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we'll be chatting with a local girl who is a yoga and bar instructor and also a hash rosin lover here in Oklahoma. And we're excited to get to know her. So with that being said, please welcome Taylor to the Cannabis Hangout. Hi, Taylor. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Thank hey. you for taking time out of your day to be here with us. So let's start from the beginning. Where did your cannabis journey first begin? When was the first time you consumed? What was the story? Tell us everything. Oh, okay. So the first time I ever remember like getting like high, um, I'll tell you guys a story. It's really funny. I love stories. Um, Okay. So one of my friends was like, hey, have you ever smoked a blunt? And I'm like, no. And he was like, well, let's smoke one. And I'm like, wow, for the first time. A blunt. That's ballsy. Mm. I, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. If you don't know, then what do you know? know. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, yep, let's do it. And then we smoked it. And then next thing I know, there's like this bubble just coming for me. And I was like, and I looked at him and I was like, is this it? And he was like, yeah. Is this it? Am I right? (laughs) Yeah. I ate Cheetos and that was it. That's honestly amazing. That's yeah. very peaceful and very zen. Yeah. Comparatively, I had the giggles like a motherfucker right during mine. <laughs> it was great. Just a whole different way, but that's awesome. So what is your preferred way then your for um, consumption with cannabis, would you say? I really love joints, mm-hmm. um, but I really love dabs. Yeah. So I feel you on that, sister. What are you dabbing right now? Um, right now I'm dabbing some sour trot muffins. Actually. Ooh. Logic, yeah. Uh, how did I know? Oh. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think it's because I almost picked that up the other day, but I was like, oh. And then I saw GMO cross, and I was like, eh, I'm probably gonna lean this way. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Do you have any like specific flower you like, or grower you you kind of stick with, or do you kind of explore? I like to explore. Okay. I like to see like what's the good new stuff. But yeah. um, like right now, it's a. I'm really into resonant coal. Always have. Yeah. Them. Resonance bomb. So good. Consistent. Um, Gravity Grown's pretty good too. I really like them a lot. Uh, Leaf Logic has some pretty good flower too, honestly. But I'd say Resonance probably like my top. The best. Yeah, Resonance yeah. pretty great. Mm-hmm. Their stuff's awesome. So I, like I said, I'm a big GMO girl, really into the gassy stuff. But I like to stay far away from like the orange nodes and terps because I know that those always give me like a headache high and they just give me kind of anxiety. Do you have certain strains that you really enjoy or like – terpenes that you like to stay with or on the flip side of that do you know like certain ones to like stay very far away from that you just know will kind of fuck you up yeah honestly that um yeah i'm i always joke i say i'm a hoe for gmo um, <laughs> yeah. i just I love freaking GMO. feel you on that it's so good yeah every time it it's hits. so stinky it slaps. i like to smell it yeah like, right oh my gosh it. but it tastes just like it smells to me which is gmo does 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite. And anything that smells like that, I always want, I go by the nose. So mm-hmm. if I smell it and it like, I always say I want it to hurt my feelings, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hurt your feelings. Like, that's so, funny. The best way possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like like the citrus chirps either. Yeah, um, like the I notice a lot of people in Oklahoma dig like the tropy like mountain trop, mm-hmm. um, and like that's probably my least favorite. Yeah, um, but I'm an indica girl for. For sure. Wedding cake is also yeah. another one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it feel like wedding cake's a little bit more like actually like cakey, like florally, like mm-hmm. fully, not so much like gassy and stinky. Yeah. I enjoy wedding cake. Yeah. It's not one I go to often, but it's a good one. So whenever you go into dispensaries, Taylor, what do you usually like ask or look for? Like do you have any advice for any fellow patients who are tuning in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um well first if you don't know, like what you're doing just ask like what is indica and what is sativa Mm -hmm. um and then go off of that but honestly i always go by the nose so i always if you can like just smell it or ask like what is like the profile is it gonna be gassy is it gonna be sweet or like will it be like smell like lemons Mm -hmm. when i open it you know yeah um and then i always roll joints with my flower um typically okay Mm -hmm. so i like it to be more sticky Okay. So I always ask them, yeah. like, is this more sticky or does it kind of break down a little easier? Um, I think sometimes when, like, I smoke out of, like, a pipe, mm-hmm. like, it to be a little more dry. Um, just so That's like, interesting. I've mm. never – I like that you said that because yeah. that's not, yeah. not something – I feel like anybody's really said. Yeah. But also that's nothing I've thought about like, before. So I like that you said that. Yeah. dry in a pipe for, and more sticky in your joint? Well, for me, I have noticed, like, when I smoke out of glass with stickier weed, it kind of clumps up more. Yes. And it gets a little more resiny, so uh-huh. your piece gets dirtier faster. Yes, very true. Um, yeah. But when I'm rolling a joint, for me, it's really hard for me to roll a joint with, like, really dry weed. So mm-hmm. I like it yeah. to stick because it kind of, like, forms into that Grabs. shape. The mold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mold. Yeah. Um, but you can also look at it. Like, you can look at a flower and see, um, like, the trichomes on it, you know. Mm-hmm. That's do you have a dispensary that you really like to go to? Like, do you have a home dispensary or do you just kind of like to hop around? I like to hop around. I always like to see like the new ones. I always like to check out the yeah. new ones. Um, but Mosaic's like top notch, solid, always, always a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oasis and more is actually also really cool. I actually okay. went by there today. Yeah. That place is pretty dope. They yeah, have a lot of good quality good. stuff in there. Yeah, they do. They always are uh, really focused on the patients. I feel like they yes. do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's one thing. When I went in there, I went in as a vendor, but even mm-hmm. vetting the vendors, I appreciated their process because it was, they were so for the patient, which oftentimes I feel like it's, seems like that but it may not necessarily feel like that but oasis is cool and mosaic is always a always a hitter so shout out to them i also like gbr (coughs) in bethany yes yeah yeah very similar to i feel like yeah they're great those guys are funny yeah so as a patient taylor what's something you've really loved about the oklahoma cannabis market Mm. well i think i've loved seeing the community grow that's the first thing I think that's like the yoga teacher in me. I'm big on community. Mm -hmm. So just seeing like when it first passed, I was like, is there this many people around here that like smoke weed? Yeah. And there really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I feel like it's every like half person you meet, not even like every other person, but like (laughs) every one and a half person you meet, it's like they consume cannabis. Yeah. Yeah, In some way they really do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've also liked learning a lot about it. Like um, how it's just helped a lot of people I've, 
I mean, it's helped me, but I've also learned a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think the education is cool. And also seeing the creativity, like people are doing some really cool stuff these days. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's been my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. So then on the flip side of that, what's something that you feel like we could improve on? Like being a patient that you, in the Oklahoma market, Mm -hmm. anything you notice? I always harp on education. Yeah. I always need it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't ever know too much. Right. Yeah. Um, And I think that the more people learn and talk about, I think the more changes will be made. Right. um, That are like necessary for people to continue to use it. Mm -hmm. So I think that. That's good. What do you use cannabis for personally? Mm, Number one, anxiety. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Number two, Pain. Yeah. So at what point, sorry to cut you off, at what point did you find, did you figure out that like cannabis was your medicine and it wasn't just like you getting high, like the first time you did it in high school? Yeah. So whenever it kind of like clicked for me mm-hmm. um, was when I started dabbing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we all know what we all first started dabbing back in the day. Um, but that was not then. So when I really started dabbing like mm-hmm. solventless, like cleaner mm-hmm. um, and out Quality. of like glass. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was also like going to the hospital a lot and I was on a lot of medications and I was still sick. But the only thing that would like mm. give me relief yeah. was cannabis. So either like just a few hits off of a joint or like one dab, you okay. know, mm-hmm. I would be like, okay. Yeah. Um, so I think after enough times of me like taking medicine mm-hmm. just over and over and then not getting any relief. It was right. just like they kept giving you more medicine for yeah. like that symptom. Yeah, just yeah. treating the symptom, throw pills yeah. at it. Yeah, for so sure. I think I was probably like 22 when that okay. happened. Yeah. Wow. But so did you end up getting off of like the medicines you were on? Like were you transitioning yeah. with cannabis? Yeah, so I was on a lot of medications actually. Um, and I kind of just like tapered off of them and now I'm on so that's amazing um, yeah just cannabis so how long was that journey like because I remember being a butt tender and like going through that journey with patients Mm -hmm. but even like when anytime I would have that conversation with my mom about like you know possibly tapering her off her medicines it was always like a well no because this one if it could cause this and if I don't do this then this could cause this so what was the really that's a huge transitional period for you so what was that transitional period like for you and how long was it before you like completely got off everything. Yeah. So I'd say it probably took about a year. Um, and this was right around COVID too. Okay. Um, so I got really sick in my early twenties, like 20, 21, 22. What did you have going on? Um, it was like a lot of stomach stuff. And okay. then I was getting like weird, um, like rashes all over my body. But they weren't, it was like, um, kind of like psoriasis, but yeah. mm-hmm not that's why like they still like don't really know okay um but that's like on my record I guess yeah I had Mm -hmm. arthritis but so I just kept going to the hospital because I was just like so sick so we couldn't Mm -hmm. keep anything down um and they would just give you more medicine you know yeah um but I think it took about a year when I started and the first medication I actually stopped taking was a chemotherapy pill which is oh, insane, wow. I feel like. Yeah, that a doctor like, was why like, were you yeah. me, let me give you this, you 23-year-old girl. Yeah. Um, That's but, crazy because even mm, just like the side effects I'm sure you yeah. felt from it, you probably felt all sorts of crazy. Horrible. Yeah. Um, so I only took that one for probably six months. I like listened to him and then at first I, I remember I was just like, I'm literally not doing it anymore. And he was like, 
okay. I was like, all right. So that was the first one to go. And then after that, I just like decreased everything by half. Amazing. And then um, the one I did take on for a long time was like a little, it was basically like a glorified like Tylenol Mm -hmm. just for joints. Um, But yeah, I don't even take that anymore. That's That's really cool. That's cool to hear that. Like I feel like it gives like people hope to be like, I can do that too. Or anyone like that's possible for someone who... So loves. I mean, really, just for somebody listening who might want to go through the transitional period, like, what did you, like, education wise, or even just like, what did you do to get to yourself to the place where you needed to be to get off of everything? Obviously, from my understanding, also, it's very like a trial and error, like really getting to know yourself. Like you know yourself, but it's like a whole new journey of learning about yourself. Yeah, Yeah, but like, what was your go to like? couple like safe spaces where you felt like like I can go here for knowledge and I know that it may not be a thousand percent accurate but it's pretty damn close yeah that's a good question so I during this time I also got into Ayurveda like pretty deep um, got into what Ayurveda what is that? Um, it's like the sister science of yoga and it okay. has a lot to do with like food and body okay. types and, Ira, like, Ayurveda yeah I'll, okay. I'll set you guys up with some links yeah. okay yeah that'd be cool um, Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners or self-sob, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. But I kind of learned what my body type was, and um, I was also eating like really like healthy and like a lot of raw cold foods, like smoothies, salads, Mm -hmm. um, like cold noodle bowls. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, and once I started eating like a lot more like warmer things, things changed also. Interesting. Um, Interesting. So I learned that a lot from, uh, the girl's name is Sahara Rose Mm -hmm. that I learned that from, but I also was working in the medical field too. Okay. Um, So I worked in a nephrology clinic, which Mm -hmm. deals with the kidneys. And so Mm -hmm. I didn't have any kidney problems, but I did talk to a lot of the doctors I worked for Mm -hmm. and all those nurses. We were pretty tight. So I um, asked them a lot of questions and yeah, Ayurveda. It was a lot of food, I think. Yeah, that was your problem. See, that's crazy. That just goes to show how important is like Mm -hmm. diet and taking care of your body and moving it. But like being able to figure out like that that is the issue mm-hmm. and being able to do something different yeah you know? especially when you have to listen to your body therapy pill and now you're like yeah cannabis only that's so fucking cool yeah, yeah. i mean that's amazing really to like nice. yeah I'm proud of you yeah seriously that's really? awesome no that's really some, that's, that's bravery and like it takes courage to like yeah. do something different that you haven't been doing but like you're just trying to trust the process mm-hmm. you yeah. know to, ha- to have like a good outcome from it yeah yeah. Well, I just knew that like if it made me that sick, like I don't know. Like I didn't I didn't feel like it was like I don't know. And 
for than me to be taking that, and the doctor's mm-hmm. still like testing me to figure out what's wrong. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So what's the issue here? here. What, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like how many chemicals are in my body right yeah. now for you to be testing yeah. from this pill to tell you know it's just yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So what's something that you love to do after you consume cannabis? Like now just transitioning from that. I think, um, I like to get creative to be honest. Yeah. I, I'm always thinking. So whether that's like about a new logo for a business that doesn't exist or Mm -hmm. like a new concept or like writing in a journal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like to draw a lot. So that's cool. I also Mm -hmm. make a lot of playlists. Like I'm That's always cool. just on Spotify, just look, making a new playlist. Like are you on public? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll go up. find you. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hell fun yeah. to like tap into people's the public playlists of like, like yeah, just what you like said. what do you like listen you're to? Into it. Yeah. You're mindful enough to create them, so mm-hmm. you're creating these vibes and these moods mm-hmm. that matter to you, but that help you that you enjoy. It just yeah. it says a lot about an individual. I feel like yeah. That's cool. I dig that. Yeah. yeah. I love a good playlist. Yeah. yeah you start too. creating playlists. That's yeah, a great idea. So if you'll fun. actually do it. I will. <laughs> That's why I'm just going to follow yours. <laughs> you can copy them. It's right. Yeah. It's great. So let's flip the script a little. Taylor, in your own words, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh, okay. Um, so, well, I'm a yoga instructor, first and foremost, I think. Um, that's probably what I'm like best known for. Mm-hmm. Um, I also dabble in photography. So okay. I do um, all like social media and photography for Leaf Logic. Um, but uh, yoga is like my first love, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's really that. Um, I'm real into my dogs. Aww. I'm into like hanging out, meeting new people. What kind of dogs do you have? Ooh. Most important question. Yeah, and I was, okay, I yeah. saw your eyes just like itching to ask Are you it. A dog person. Too? Yes. Yeah. All right. Dogs only for me, man. I, like I have that. a dog and two cats. Yeah. Okay. I'm a cat girl too. I like that too. Yeah. Well, I have two. One's really old. Her name's Stella. Um, she's a Staffordshire Terrier, and I call her Nana because she's you know old. Mm-hmm. Um, and Aww. then my baby. <laughs> she's just a little mutt, like a little lab. Yeah. A, a um, lab and pit mix. Yeah, Aww. her name's Lotus. I got her on accident. That's Lotus cute. is such a cute name. Sorry, I'm looking up your terrier because I'd oh. never heard that before. Let me see. It's very similar to a pit bull, but not really. Oh yeah, she looks like that. Oh wow, she's fucking cute. Yeah, she has a little spot on her butt. Oh, <laughs> she's pretty, Aww. super cute. Yeah, they're they're pretty cute. She rings me a little like anything she can find every time I come home. Love like that. just panic. She's like sock toy. Anything. Aww. It's a little thing. Welcome home, yeah. mom. Here's everything. Attention. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So playlists, dogs, photography. Hell it's a yeah. whole vibe. Music. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. So we creeped on your Instagram just a little bit because we always do that. Yes. <laughs> and we saw that you're big into yoga and bar. Let's dive into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tell us what brought you to yoga and like what inspired you to become an instructor. Okay, so I never thought I was going to be a yoga instructor. Yeah. Um, I always thought I was going to be a doctor, so it's always really funny to me. I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, so I started taking classes. I started taking bar because I was a nanny, Mm -hmm. and I was always around toddlers and babies, and I was like, I need to talk to adults. Mm, Yeah, self-care space. Yeah, I started doing that. Then I got addicted. Then (laughs) I started doing yoga after bar to stretch, and I was like, whoa. Now, this is funny. One day I was just at work at the doctor's office and I was Googling yoga teacher training and I was like, I don't know. Let's see what's up. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was like that hard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But 
okay, so I signed up for one on a whim, put money mm-hmm. down and was like, oh, wait a second. What did I just sign up for? You know? Yeah. It's like a girl boss a little too much. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like yeah. A, it's a pretty big commitment. Yeah. Like you're full send like, oh, okay, I'm actually doing this. Yeah. Okay. But sometimes that's the, the best time. Yeah. I, keep, I always do things like that. I'm mm-hmm. just like, yep, do it. You're listening to your inner wisdom. Mm-hmm. I guess. You are. Yeah, you're ripping that band-aid. Let's fucking do it, sis. Because yeah. if it guides you in the, like that kind of direction. Yeah. Like, Anyway, continue. Yeah, Yeah, continue. Okay, so yeah, I followed my inner wisdom, signed up on a whim. And then I had never been to the studio before for like training or anything. And I showed up on the first day of class Mm -hmm. and everyone was like doing handstands. And I was like, "Mm, not there yet. What the hell am I doing? (laughs) I literally sat on my mat with my hands on my hips and was like, guys, help. (laughs) But it was all good. Um, And then I went to Yoga Fest and we did a class in the rain and oh, that what? Is amazing. That is magical. I, I like know. want to, I like am waiting for the weather to get nice so I, I can know. like go lay in the grass. I would love to be butt and naked. <laughs> and let the and let the water just fucking hit my body. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Like that is a vibe. vibe. So doing yoga yeah. in the rain like that, yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah. It was insane. I literally had my like moment where I was mm-hmm. like, Yeah, I want to do this. Um, and I'm just glad the teacher like actually taught the class, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Canceled yeah. it. Yeah. It cool. But yeah, that's pretty much my journey. And then, um, after I just started teaching yoga, I was like, I want to learn how to teach bar too and mm-hmm. trained and now I'm here. Your passions. That's became, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool. I feel like you're doing really cool, chill things that you Thanks, want guys. to be doing. You know what I mean? Like the things you're not you doing a nine good. to five that like every a lot of people our age are chasing. You're not like, you know, just following into the, the normal spectrum of this is your career. And this is the way that you, you're expressing your creativity in multiple different avenues. And that's Mm -hmm. fucking cool. Thanks. You know? Yeah. I love it. So I remember taking my very first yoga class and being mm-hmm. so fucking nervous. I remember ripping the pipe like crazy and walking in <laughs> and just being like, I don't know what to do. I'm not a stretcher. I'm not very athletic. Brandon can attest yeah, to this. All of that um, 100. Yes. <laughs> and I still remember my very first flow to this day. And I know for a fact that because I smoked, it put me in a more transcendent headspace. And anytime after that, whether it was yoga or a workout, I always have to consume cannabis before because it puts me in a different headspace, just takes me to that next level. What's it like for you in smoking before you flow, whether it's flowing alone or teaching a class? Like how does it work for your body? Mm. So when I teach, I try to be pretty clear headed. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just like a lot of components when you're teaching. For sure. Um, The number one thing that trips me up are my left and rights, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, And telling other people what to use. And being the opposite of them. Yeah. 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 Um, I respect that. Pretty clear headed when I teach. But when I practice, game on. Um, I really like to also do yoga with my eyes closed. So I just like pretend I'm like the only person on my mat. Yeah. And also, like, I like to pretend there's a little force field around the edge, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no one can get in. Okay, no, I feel that. I never yeah. got to the eyes closed part because I my balance was never there, and I yeah. you have to have really good balance with yeah. for the eyes closed. I had shit balance. I would <laughs> and I always always get woozy because I would be woozy, and yeah. so I'd get a little like sick. But I would always try because I would kind of do that too, where I just mm-hmm. wanted it to take me to like a completely different place where it was yeah. nobody but me in this yeah. world. Yeah. I always, that's what I always also tell my students. I'm like, just pretend you're the only person in the room. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. pretend you're listening to me on, like, your phone or something. Yeah. And there's no one else around you. And then just, like, do what feels good. Yeah. And that's basically 
Because I'm pretty anxious. So, like, when I go to, like, a studio, especially, mm-hmm. like, a new one, I'm like, oh, my God. What are they yeah. going to do? Like, am I, do I know what they're going to say? Are they going to speak English or Sanskrit? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you're, and you're seasoned. So, like, for somebody, I've gone to a decent amount of yoga classes, but I haven't gone in a long time. So, even now, if I were to step back in a studio... I would have a little bit of anxiety, like, oh, I don't have a mat. Do they have a mat? Um, and then what about the blocks? And then what yeah. if I don't know if she's doing? Can I just stop? Like, will I look stupid? I know. I, you know, there's so Whenever many questions I first that come with yoga, it. I just watched people. I was yeah. just like, okay, they're all doing this. That means I must do this. Like, That's I just like way. observed yeah. and just became yeah. like mm-hmm. aware and like, I it looked like I knew what I was doing. Exactly. And then I just figured it out. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. That's exactly what I tell people. I'm just yeah. like, just watch, and yeah. then you'll get it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. easy. So how long have you been on this wellness journey with, with yoga and bar? And like, what do you think mm. has been like the most challenging part about it? Mm. Well, probably about four or five years now, probably five. Yeah. Um, I'd say the most challenging part is being consistent. You know, mm-hmm. it's just easier to like not, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And it's comfortable to not sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes even when like. Actually, the times I never want to get on my mat and I still do are, like, the best times normally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, like, I never feel bad about, like, doing something good for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that's, like, taking a supplement or, like, taking a bubble bath. Mm -hmm. That is a freaking gift, Taylor, because there are so many people who you want to slap in the face to be, like, do something for yourself and quit worrying about everyone else Mm -hmm. or the outside world. Like, to be able to not... To be like, yeah, it's selfish care. Like, that is good for yeah. me. And, like, to, I don't know. It's a lot of, like, self-awareness to be able to be yeah. like, I'm okay with doing whatever it does to make me feel good. And I'm mm-hmm. not sorry about it. But then also not, I feel like you don't really seem like the type of person to complain just based off our brief energy exchange that we've had. That's I feel like that kind of changes that perspective, too. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're not apt to complain because you are actively taking time mindfully to take time for yourself so what the hell do you have to complain about you know what I mean versus people who don't have aren't it's just there they're just like oh I have to do this oh I have to do that but it's not like oh I'm just taking this time for me and like like you're going to get a massage after this for yourself exactly self-care is important guys it It really is is. it really is I know so I know a little part of yoga is being creative with the flow process especially when you're teaching class and preparing beforehand, do you find, one, do you find that to be kind of stressful? And two, do you find cannabis to help that make that process of creating a flow for your patients or creating a class a little bit easier? And if so, how would you say? Mm, yeah. So um, sometimes I, I, I try really hard not to get stressed because, mm-hmm. you know, I just like, can get really stressed out really fast and then it gets crazy and then I'm like breathing. Yeah, it doesn't make you feel good. You know? Yeah. Um, but it happens. I'm not perfect. Yeah. But when I teach, I usually am just like in my kitchen or in my living room on the floor and um, I just like turn on some music and I just move and like usually whatever I do in those moments, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, remember this. We'll do that later um, unless it feels Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, like, I can't think of anything, and I'm just, like, in a rut where I keep thinking of the same kind of flows, you know? Yeah. Um, so, honestly, I'll get on Instagram or YouTube. Heck, yeah. Get inspired. I'll just look and be like, mm, that looked fun. Yeah. And then just put, like, a twist on it. Yeah. Um, but that being said, 
I usually plan everything like the morning of my classes. Yeah. More like the night before. Based on how you're feeling yeah. and what you want to pour into yeah. that. Yeah. So that's cool. I like to uh that's being Dab mindful. I do that. Yeah. Hell yeah. So speaking about dabbing out, we talked about <laughs> rosin, uh, rosin earlier, but tell us why rosin, like what's your f- favorite thing about smoking hash? Mm, my th- favorite thing about smoking hash. I mean, what like question. the P pe- I'm just thinking like people who, what's I, your favorite thing about smoking hash brand? I'm gonna my favorite ch- thing. Chain this on it's the freaking <laughs> cleanliness of it. And yeah. like the high, like, I don't know. It It's just like it elevates me in a way that like sm- if I smoke something else, it's not the same effect, but I always go back to hash rosin because it's like this like, I don't know. I don't say butter, that but like good. this like yeah. trans, not translucent because it's not. <laughs> it just sounds like the word I should be using. Transcendent maybe? I don't know. It's just I like the you. fucking taste. Like yeah. that's what the, I was going to say was the was, taste. Yeah. It's, it's a mix of all those, but okay, We're the taste. The same I was gonna say I like that it's clean. Yeah. Um. You know, I mentioned the old old school dabs, mm-hmm. and like that was not clean. No. You know, yeah. we don't know right. what that was. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of dabs on the market too now that are not clean, That's and true. we do That's not true. know what they are. But yeah. you know, yeah. with education, I think it will change. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But I really like knowing that it's like just ice and water. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Pressure, and there's like no extra chemicals because like that's a great explanation. Is, mm-hmm. I'm like. Hmm, like, are they sure they got all of it out? Like, sure they did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, like, you just, I don't know. So it's like the that. process yeah. behind the hash rosin. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So it literally is three things, just yeah. flour, water, and ice. And so when they add extra shit, you're like, wait, why are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that. Hash rosin girls on the cannabis hangout. What up? (laughs) (laughs) So I know for me, I do not like diamonds because the high is so intense and just, like, it's, like, not even a slap in the face, but I feel like somebody just takes my head and shoves it in dirt. <laughs> yeah, quite okay. literally. Is there a con- a concentrate consistency you do not fuck with? Picturing mm. that happening. <laughs> no. I would say um, if I had to pick one to be my least favorite, I'm with you. It's diamonds. And when you said it's not a slap in the face, I was like, what is it then? And you described <laughs> it perfectly. Yeah. Um, it is a lot. Like It's so much. Diamonds is a lot. I love a good like jam, mm-hmm. though. Um, yeah. It's kind of like drippy and melty already. Yeah. But batters mm-hmm. are fun, too, because you can like roll them up. In a mm-hmm. little joint, you know. Yeah. We could do that more. So. I know. Get crazy. Those are pretty mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Like, uh, can you roll a, a donut inside of a... Yeah. I'll roll wow. those one soon. Oh, please. <laughs> that would That's be exciting. such a treat. So what's something that you look for when purchasing hash, like as a patient, that you wish mm. someone would have educated you on to know, to have direction? Mm. That's a really good question. I would say... First thing Thanks. is, yeah, <laughs> toot your own horn, girl, it's good. Um, I'd say color. Like, I, but you can't always base it on color. Right. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it's going to be dark, but it's still going to be really good hash. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, yes. Um, I would say typically, like, normally, the, and, like, also sometimes the really light hash that looks great it's is not, not great. You're right. right. You're right. You know. Friends yeah, are the hard know. way. So you know. got to go by the color first, and then you really, you really got to somehow smell it. You gotta go by the mm-hmm. nose. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can open a jar and You're like you can like talking like my nothing. language. I know. Like salivating. <laughs> yeah, I like that. opening the jar. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. And then what's the next? Oh <laughs> yeah. Tell me the last one. <laughs> you don't want dry hash. 
Okay. Yeah. okay. So yeah. once you open the door and smell it, you want it to have a smell. Fresh. Whether it's like citrusy terps that you're looking mm-hmm. for or like we like the funk, you know. Mm-hmm. I like Love mine to smell like an armpit sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. Like a stinky foot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a stinky foot. That's another one. Really? I'm freaked out. I'm mm-hmm. freaked out. Three girls on the cannabis hang out talking about what gets them off with hash resin. <laughs> Oh, this is good. (laughs) That's about it. That's amazing. Yeah, that's good. I I feel like that when I, yeah, I feel like I learned a lot about hush this this year, really. I feel like I really leveled up weeded this year. Saab learned about like rosins and just like concentrates. I feel like more before I did that. Yeah, from the dispo. But like hash Mm -hmm. specifically, Mm -hmm. that was because of Brendan. Yeah. Shout out to Brendan Wilder. At the Puff Pastor. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to the Puff Pastor. (laughs) So I think I know the answer to this question, but do you have a favorite slash go-to hash company that you absolutely love? Ooh. All right. I'm going to give you you my top few. Okay, Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Leaf Logic. Thanks, Jimmy Um, Coke. (laughs) No, I love them. Um... I also have been really on Synergy lately. Okay. I really like their Poonting Pie that they did. That was, okay. if you haven't tried that yet, that was good. I really like their packaging too. Okay. Um, okay. Who else do I like? Um, Cicada's good. Always love Cicada. They're pretty solid. Um, I like their Live Heads. If you haven't tried Live Heads, um, they're kind of like a process, you know, to, to consume them. Okay. How so? They're worth it. Uh, you got to kind of like warm them up. I always get mine in like parchment paper mm-hmm. and warm it in my hands. Okay, you know what? I recently like I recently did this with um Okay, let's go back. What is live heads? Live heads. So um, anyone so listening can know this too. It's a form of hash, ice water hash. Mm-hmm. Um and cicada does it really well to be honest. Um you have to keep it really, really cold and it it looks kinda like sand okay. I guess oh. so um instead of like them pressing it I mean I don't know what their tech is but mm-hmm, it just looks mm-hmm. like sand so you I mean when I get it I keep mine in my little like trip fridge um and whenever you're gonna smoke it mm-hmm. you just get a little bit out put it in your parchment paper warm it between your hands and put it on your dab tool and okay it, it kind of gives me like diamond vibes a little bit okay but it's I'd cleaner say. feeling or like what mm. do you what how do you is it on top of what you're already taking or is this by itself i'd have it by itself okay yeah. is it like more of like a potent feel like what is the difference in doing that yeah. than smoking like hash rods and like a nice glob to me it's a little more intense like, okay okay yeah is the flavor stronger too mm, it can be i would say probably like your average like hash rosin okay. Okay. would be a, probably a little chirpier. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hmm. I got you. Know. And never, you said it was tried, it so. was live heads from Cicada. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I'm yeah, gonna you try them. I'm going to research that. Cool. So what's some advice you have for somebody who's interested in getting into concentrates but just doesn't understand like why hash? Mm, that's a good question. I think one of the biggest things that like steers people away from hash rosin mm-hmm. is that price point. Yes. Um, but that being said, it is really true. You get what you pay for mm-hmm. most often with the hash you're consuming. Um, I would make sure you have like your labs and everything like that and check those. But um, I would say know that it's going to be a lot cleaner mm-hmm. you're probably going to consume less so it's going to last longer those are good points um, yes and i just think it's 
maybe a little bit better for you. Yeah. No, those are those are yeah. great points. Yeah. Because yeah. me from, I feel like I would want to know those things before I mm-hmm. even ever dove into yeah. Ashrazen, you know, because mm-hmm. it is, it's a big world to dive into. Yeah. It's yeah. overwhelming. There's, so There's a lot to choose from. And so it's like the rec- the solid, clean recommendations mm-hmm. are like the best way yeah. to yeah. roll with. For sure. Um, so what, the photography with Leaf Logic. how did you get into that? Mm, so it kind of just happened. Yeah. Um, I just started working for them. That's, I actually quit working in the medical field to work for them. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, wow. um, and I was doing like their office work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it kind of morphed into like doing like table days and events. And then it was like, hey, do you want to mm-hmm. hop in on the Instagram? And I was like, yeah, sure. That's um, cool. and, and now here we are. That's so awesome. It was not in the plan. At all, and you just no. like talk. Cause I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Leaf Logic's Instagram, and I trolled you, and then I looked at your tags, <laughs> and I was like, I feel like she probably does their social media of some sort, and long yeah. and behold, you do. So, yeah. what's the, as a creative, what's the process look like when you get into the when you step into you know getting a shot like from start to finish? What's the process look like? About how long does it take you? Like, what kind of headspace are you in when you do mm. this? So. I'm always thinking, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm just always thinking like, hmm, that might look cool on Instagram or like, have I seen this yet? I don't know. Um, and I, I just keep everything in like a notes on my phone. Yeah. Um, but when I'm like in, in my office, you know, creating, mm-hmm. I usually am like looking at like what we have to offer, you know, I'm like, all right, what can I, what can I work with today? Yeah. Um, and then kind of go off that. And I'm, I do a lot on the fly. I am not very good when I plan shit. Yeah. yeah. Like it always is tragic. Yeah. Um, so you do better just like on the fly. Yeah. Right yeah. On the so go. Uh-huh. I put on some music, get in my office, turn on the lights off like a little vampire, and yeah. just go. I mean, this is a vibe. Like you've really done a great job. Thanks. I'm. I'm literally. I've looked at it before, but like now that I know that like I really you're the I'm person. <laughs> It's but you you do but you don't like this. Some you're of the stuff is your really clean. Pour through yeah. you. sometimes yeah. it's like that. You don't really Hell know what yeah. you're saying or doing, but the inspiration in the life is yeah. pouring through you, and you're just like, I don't know. It's just in me, and now it's there. And yeah, that's what I've created. Doing great. So, I mean, dope. I read a lot, guys. I read a lot. Yeah. Really, that's yeah. important. And I cool. research a lot. So, like, what's I your favorite thing everything. to research? What Ooh. What are you into right now? I'm an anatomy nerd. Okay, okay. I'm always. Anything medical, like I want to, mm. I want to look at like X-rays. I want to look at like surgeries mm. being done. I want to know about like this new medication. Like, tell me what's up. That weird thing with your foot. Let me know. Yeah. Like, what about Aunt Susan? You know, like mm. I think that's cool. So I'm always that's reading cool. that. I read a lot of like boring stuff. It's not like a lot of nonfiction. I'm not mm. very exciting as far as that goes. That's okay. No, right but it's now, cool because you're very intelligent. Breathing. So, breathing? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty cool actually. Like. Breathing techniques? Yeah. So this guy, he, I don't know why he did this study, mm-hmm. but he taped his nose shut for 10 days and just took data on everything that happened in his body and it like did not serve him well at all. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So then he just talked about like different breathing techniques for like different uh, face shapes. Yeah. Depending yeah. on like what your nationality yeah. is, you know? Yeah. Right, right. And, like, what your, where your ancestors were from. There's really cool parts. He talks about, like, um, how people's noses are shaped mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. based on, like, where they're at in the world. Um, 
That's cool. Wow, that's very interesting. What is this book called and who is it by? Because anyone listening might be like, hey. Let me pull it up. Okay. Breathing. It's called Breathing. Breathing. I'm one of those people who are like, oh, I'm listening. I want to know what this book is. Are they going to say it? Are they going to tell us? (laughs) Okay. Oh, it's Breath by James Nestor. Okay. There we go. It's yellow. Yellow. (laughs) Love it. And it's naughty. That's cool. You're into that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Taylor, we like to ask everyone this, but what is a stigma that you would like to see with cannabis changed? Mm. Um, You know, I would like people to just know that it's okay if you want to smoke a joint. It's okay if you want to eat a gummy. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you want to take a dab. You're still a productive person of society. Right. You're still good. Mm -hmm. Like, everything's fine. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. my big thing is if you're not hurting anyone or me, like, do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think as long as you kind of stay with that and just like drop the judgment a little. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Like, yeah. People yeah. aren't walking around like zoned out like a zombie, yeah. you know, like yeah. they're doing it because they're, you know, recovering from cancer or they have really yeah. bad pain. The or... people walking around like a zombie are the people who are not. <laughs> Using yeah. just cannabis. Like, yeah. So, yeah. But that's where the education comes in, too. Mm-hmm. I just think the more people know, the less judgy they'll be. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's real. for sure. And that's why we're here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I think this wraps up today's episode, Taylor. Ooh. Is there anything you'd like to add before we hop off? I think. I think we're good. Do you want to let the people know your Instagram handle? Ooh, at TaySwiz, three Zs. Three Zs. There we go. <laughs> three Zs. Thank you so much for taking time yeah. out of your day to be here with us and share your story, Taylor. Yeah, you were such a pleasure to get to know. Yes, Aww. absolutely. And thanks for tuning in to today's episode for anyone listening. And be sure to subscribe and leave a review for your girls. And as always, Sam, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.